Hey, hey, everybody. This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who have gone through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. I am super, super honored today to have with me Kim Starzik, who is a friend of mine, a colleague of mine, and an absolutely amazing human. Kim, thank you for being here with me. Thank you for that nice introduction. You betcha. My pleasure. So Kim, I am going to give you the mic and ask you to introduce yourself to us and let us know who you are and what you're up to to keep yourself busy, where you're from, that good stuff. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Kim Starzik. And uh, let's see, I'm from New York, but I live in LA and I've been here for a long time, 26 years. I've raised two boys. I'm a, I'm a wife and a mom and I've uh, raised two uh, men, I should say, because they're now 20 and 23. Um, and once in college or was until this craziness happens, and now he's home. Um, my older one is moved out, but he's close by and back and forth. And um, I, uh, what I do during the day is I have an online business, uh, which I feel very grateful to have right now. I have a virtual franchise with Arbonne, and I teach people how to get healthier and wealthier both of which I'm super passionate about. I feel really lucky to get to do what I love to do. I'm also an actress and I've been one most of my life and that's my other source of income and joy. And no, what else, babe? Hey, that's, you know, that's great. That's, that's a really good start. I can, I can definitely sense, um, by the way, to all of you listening, it is, we're, we're in the middle of, um, we're in the middle of, COVID-19 land right now, which is what's going on while we're recording this interview and things are really pretty nuts. Not to mention the fact storming outside right now, which, which seems to, seems to contribute. Yeah. Yeah. Lots and lots of weirdness. Um, so Kim, I would love to know from you, as you know, this is a podcast by and for women who've been through really rough stuff. And so I would love to ask you to summarize for us what you've gone through personally and what was the worst part? Okay. Um, so I have, you know, as probably most of us do, many layers of rough stuff um, that I've survived. Um, I was raised by a, a great woman, but who was mostly a single working mom. Um, she was married, but my dad wasn't around. Um, we had very little money, so growing up was 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 tough. Um, they got divorced when I was 13. My mom started dating about the same time I did, so that wasn't so fun. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, let's see, I had uh, the the, the bigger rough thing that happened specifically was uh, I was raped on my 21st birthday. So I did not have a, a great uh, experience with men um, in my life. Uh, that was pretty rough. And it sort of defined me for, although I, I really kind of pushed it down at the time and didn't even tell anyone about it. Um, it defined who I was and how I went about in the world for a very long time. Um, I have, let's say, I have a, I have a, um, an autoimmune disorder that has, um, which is pretty severe psoriasis. So that has affected my health and my, my self-esteem for um, 30 years. And I have a son with mental illness. So he's got very severe OCD. And it's not the kind of OCD where you are germaphobe 
um, or a personality trait. So some people like to jokingly call, you know, say they have OCD. It's the real thing. Um, and there's a type where you have really dark thoughts and you have, it's kind of like a record skipping for those of us who remember records um, that just, it's like it keeps keeps playing. This thought keeps playing, keeps playing, keeps playing, and you can't you can't stop it. Like we all have dark thoughts, but then they you know move on. Right. It's just going and going and going, and um, oh, causes a lot of anxiety, which then led to a lot of depression. So and he's been trying to he's been self medicating, and it's just been a very very rough road. He's actually doing doing much better right now, and on some um, appropriate and doctor prescribed medicine that's helping. And I resisted the medic medication route for a very long time, which I feel guilty about now, actually. Um, Cause I wish I, I, I really see that he could have been helped sooner. But once they turn 18, you do not have any say anymore and the doctors won't talk to you. So mm. those of you who have kids with issues, keep that in mind, whatever you need to handle with them medically, psychologically, you don't have a say after 18. Yeah. Unless they allow you to so that's uh that's the rough stuff i've been dealing with my gosh and that's i mean that is that's multi-generational that's a lot kim that's a lot my gosh you're like you're like six times qualified to for the epic comeback podcast my gosh that's really a lot and i mean and no, well and knowing you personally um one would never guess. And, and I guess that's, that's another really good message maybe to come out of this too, is that, is that you never, you never know what somebody is going through. You no. really, truly never know. And we don't mm -hmm. all walk around wearing it on our chest, you know, some yeah. folks do, but most folks don't, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to, in order to, to get through and move on from any of any of what you just described in your childhood and beyond and into your early 20s and beyond that and with your son it really it takes it takes incredible warrior energy to get to to get through and move through any of those things and i'm wondering um that many many of what you're talking about uh many of the things that you've gone through that you're talking about you're on the other side of or at the least managing in a, in a really effective way um so what i'd love to know now is what is the best thing about being where you are now in terms of um, the difficulties that you've come through over the years well you know i think the biggest thing is knowing um that i have power and i have choice I think for a long time I was in the victim mentality and I still find myself going there. It's, it's like, you know, we get into these habits. We have these neural synapses that connect in a certain way and these patterns that we create um, uh, and our reactions that we think are voluntary are actually just programmed in because of habit. And I know that now, right? So I, I actually get to, so where I, where I am now is I know that I get to choose who I am. I get to choose to be a victim or not be a victim. You know, I'm not, I don't have, those are things that happened to me and around me and are, and are, and are still to, to some extent going on. Um, I think I heard the voice possibly coming in now. Um, but I know that I'm responsible for my life. I'm responsible for my energy. I'm responsible for my happiness. You know, um, it, and, and we are, uh, what you focus on expands. Yes. And I, I totally get that in, in, in a, a really extreme, I, I do a lot of work. I've done a lot of work on myself. I've done a lot of therapy. 
I, I read constantly, you know, self-help, personal growth books to the point that my family makes fun of me. But I, I uh, you know, I don't care because this is how I've survived and this is how I've become an empowered person and how I get to have the life that I want to have. And I, and I know people who don't and I, I know people in my own family and, and we all know people who, you know, they're, the, they're a victim of what happens to them. And, you know, it's hard not to be when there's something real, there's, you know, there's thing, real things that happen, but we always have choice. We always have choice. So yeah, it's, it's, it's like, which story are you telling yourself? Like, I remember there was when I'm, I, I write every day a little bit and something that helps me with this. Um, I do the miracle morning. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of that, but it's a book that I highly recommend. Uh, and it's this guy, I won't tell you his whole story, but he went through this thing and he, he, he studied the most evolved, um, you know, spiritual and different practices that people do to have successful lives. I'm not articulating that right, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and these six that are, uh, that, and there's this 5 a.m. club and people get up at 5 a.m. and they do these, these six practices. Anyway, it's um, uh, meditating, writing, mine is gratitude journal. I think gratitude is hugely important. Um, uh, writing, reading, visualization, um, uh, uh, affirmations, uh, exercise, skipping one. Anyway, you can go look it up. But that, that, that's been huge, hugely powerful for me. And, around it is, you know, we, we, and when I was writing one day, I realized I, I started bitching about, and my writing about what was kind of what was going on. And I, and I, I found myself telling, I was in a space where a bunch of things had happened all at once. And I'd spoken to a few people about it from friends. I told, I'd, I'd developed, I'd crafted this story about what was going on. That was very dramatic, you know, and, 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 and a, of a victim and, and all of it was true, but I realized that I could write another story that was equally true, right? Right. About all the wonderful things that were going on mm-hmm. and, and, and putting those in a context where they were to be learned from, or, you know, it's just, it's all, it's all how we're telling our story and, and it's up to us how we tell our story. I agree with so, you. I agree yeah. with you. And, and it's, it's hard to know exactly what, what kind of put kind of, puts folks on a trajectory toward being more of the victim versus what puts folks on a trajectory of being more of um, more of the I am at choice and I do have a choice in my life, which is the path that you have taken. Um, but it sounds like from your story and it sounds like um, from the amount of work you've done, you are living proof that it isn't just, it isn't just that something bad happens to us and we either go in one direction or the other, right? We either have PTSD or we have post-traumatic growth or, you know, we make, we make lemonade out of lemons or what have you. Some of it is just hard work. Some of it is, I don't want to be this way. So I'm going to learn how to be, I'm I'm going to learn the more expansive way. And you did that. And, and it is. I also did the other, but I also did the other for a long time. So I know what that is. You know, I know what feeling sorry for myself is (laughs) and, you know, and, and being at effect. Yes. And, and having no power. Yes. And it's horrible. And it is horrible. And my, my point is that it's changeable. And yeah. you're living proof of that, that it's changeable, which isn't to say that we all have, um, you know, that, that you or I or anyone else who has um, 
a very expansive attitude and a very expansive mindset. It's always rainbows. It's always puppies and it's always kittens. And we never feel sorry for ourselves and never feel like a victim. That's, that's not it either. It's, it's, getting, um, it's getting, getting, being able to catch yourself when you're getting into that mode, right. And, and, and recognizing when it's starting to happen and maybe you indulge in it less and less, less amounts of time each time it happens. Yep. Yep. And you've mentioned personal development and mentioned reading books and mentioned doing, um, doing a lot of that internal work. And I'm wondering, um, in a different sense, who are, who are perhaps some, some people, maybe other women in your life who've been inspiring to you, who also have epic comeback stories and who, who also have that expansive attitude? Is there anyone else you know who's got an amazing story and really should be on this podcast? That's the question that you were, I was supposed to, that I forgot to finish thinking of for you. Oh, but, but, it, but I'm, but I'm going to tell you somebody, but I have to say something super fast before that. And this is yeah, not, sure. a woman. this is actually my son, the one I was talking about, but he helped me get somewhere huge with this that I wanted to share. We were in Italy. Um, I took my kids to Rome um, and both when they both turned 13 and we were sitting in a, in a cafe. We called it our Shiksa Bar Mitzvah trip. And we were sitting in the, and we, it was hot and we were, we, we had ordered gelato and the waiter was taking forever and our feet were killing us. And we were just sitting there complaining. And all of a sudden we like, Liam looked at me and he was like, mom, we're like waiting for gelato in Rome. I was like, you're right. What are we doing? Like, we're complaining. Like, this is crazy. And, all, and we started talking. All of a sudden we, we sort of realized that together we came up with this, that no matter where you are, no matter what's going on, there are always 10 things you can be grateful for and 10 things you can be complaining about. Always, no matter who you are, no matter what you have, no matter what's going on. And in that moment, I had just this epiphany. I was like, and it, whichever one you're focusing on, that's how happy you are in the moment. And whenever I realize like I'm really not doing well, I realize I'm focusing on the other half. And we had a, we had an experience happen just <laughs> on that same trip where we got lost. We took a train going the wrong way at night, and it was going into a bad area. And I was getting really scared. And he looked at me, and, I, and he could tell I was getting really nervous. I was trying to hide it from him, you know, because he was still a kid. And and he said, well, "Mom, look, you know, we, look at the bright side. We could be being chased by vampires right now." <laughs> oh like my gosh! Now, right. But yeah, it's so true. Like there's always something worse that could be happening. And we, and we ended up laughing. So we laughed till we peed our pants over the vampire thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the tension lifted and we realized we went to the end. We turned around, the train went back. We got back into the city. It was fine. So anyway, so my son is one of them, but I know you're only interviewing women. Um, I have a friend, her name is Sarah Emanuel. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing woman. And I recommend that you interview her. She's uh, one of my business partners. But she's been through a lot. Um, her husband is a, um, well, I'll let her, I should let her tell her own story. Yeah, so. sure, sure. Well, I, I appreciate the recommendation and I will, I'll definitely follow up with you about how to get in touch with her. I love the vampire story. So much wisdom, so much, that, so much we can learn from our kids. Absolutely. And when you're learning the lesson at the same time, simultaneously, that's even better. That's like, wow, yes. I love it. So Kim, the big kahuna question here is, Our audience are people, mostly women, who are going through a crisis right now. So based on what you have gone through at a number of different points in your life and a number of different points in your own development, what is is one piece of advice, or maybe two, that you would give to women who are going through 
the muck right now. They do not know how or if they are getting to the other side. What would you say to them? I would say, A, just take it one day at a time. Like that's, that's the biggest thing. When, you know, you can't, sometimes it's just too much to, I mean, they say this in AA, right? If you just can't look at the big picture, it's just too big and too scary. You just take one day at a time. And, mm -hmm. and, and the biggest advice I would give though is, is to start writing a gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. just because if you, can, if you can get your focus on what is good, and, and there's always, even if it's just, you know, there's running water, you know, there's heat on in my house, the sun is shining. Like, even if it's just as simple as that, if you can get your focus on that to help you get through this day until it gets better, because it will get better. It's, you know, there are really, really dark and rough times for all of us, but they do pass and we do get through them. We just have to, the way to get through them is just to be patient and loving with ourselves. Don't, don't make yourself, I know for me, I made myself wrong for feeling bad too, on top of feeling bad. So I think, especially as women, we tend to do that, make ourselves wrong. So just allow yourself to be wherever you are, but also take some time each day to, to be grateful. And one day at a time, that's, that's my biggest advice. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely on board with you. And I know that that will be inspirational to a lot of folks who are listening. So thank you, Kim. Thank and you. last but not least, Kim, if you could have any superpower that you don't already have, what would it be? Oh, girl, I would fly. You would fly. Where would you go? Where would you go first? I would, I, you know, well, hell now I could go anywhere, right? So although we don't, so, um, where would I go first? Uh, I would visit family. I'd go down to Mexico. I'd see my dad. I'd drive to New York. I'd see my mom. I'd fly to New York. I'd see my mom. I'd just pop in wherever I wanted to in the world. I just, but the whole thing about the freedom of flying and, you know, I have this whole part of my vision board as an eagle. So I just think eagles are amazing, powerful creatures that, you know, soar high above everything. And, um, and they actually, there's this interesting thing about an eagle. They are the only animal that, that cuts off their own beak so that they can, yeah, it's kind of crazy, so that they can, um, I don't remember the whole story now, but um, they do, they do, they do, in, order, in, their, in their evolution, they damage part of themselves so that they can become a higher evolved, um, higher, yeah. I had no idea about that. I'm really into animals. I, that's my that's my thing that I learned today. That's awesome. Yeah, that is so cool. Really, really so interesting. Yeah, and flying is just it's just freedom for me. It's freedom. Yeah, and I love to travel, and I just uh, mm. the idea of just soaring and and being powerful and strong. I love mm. that. The longer I live on this planet, and the longer I have this podcast, I've now interviewed over a hundred women. And actually, I have interviewed three men thus far, so we, maybe we could have a talk about that. But the more I live on this planet, the more I realize that ultimately we want freedom. People want freedom. Mm -hmm. They want to be free, and they want to be able to choose. I love it. Yeah. So, Kim, you mentioned, you mentioned that you have your own franchise. You mentioned Arbon. How can we find you online and follow you and work with you, potentially? Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, so my website is Kim Starzik, and it's S-T-A-R-Z-Y-K dot Arbonne, A-R-B-O-N-N-E dot com. Um, I'm also on Facebook under Kim Fitzgerald Starzik and Kim Fitstar mm -hmm. on Instagram. 
And, you know, I'm always looking for people who want to pay it forward, who want to help other people be healthier and safer and uh, create income streams um, by paying that forward. So if anyone's looking for that or just wants healthier, safer stuff, uh, I'm your gal. Awesome. Yes. And I can vouch for it. I can vouch for you and I can vouch for Arbonne. Awesome. And I can We're doing the 30 days to healthy living program. And look at, this. Look at this beauty. I am. I'm, I'm halfway through it. I'm on day 15 of 30 and it's going fantastically. So thank you from a personal level for um, helping to jumpstart my health. I appreciate that. I love coaching people and helping people with, with that and, and everything else that comes along with, you know, being strong and empowered and healthy and free. Gotcha. So. Such good stuff. And with that, this is Nikki Bruno with Kim Starzik on the Epic Comeback podcast. For more information about staging an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.